up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. You won't see a team play worse than my team played yesterday. The New York Jets' performance yesterday was an embarrassment. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9 The Game. The And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Larry Bird, the Hick from Salt Lick. Yeah, Hick from French Lick. Whatever. And Eric Fry. Every time you say Bielema, I think of Brad Bielema. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Starting lineup here, post Memorial Day weekend uh, for some of you, and welcome in to a Tuesday that feels like a Monday after that long holiday weekend. It's Travis Sparks here, flying solo with you here today on ESPN Radio, and I got a good show lined up for you. Coming up, I'll be uh, talking about the uh, NBA playoffs from uh, last night. A game of seven of the two best words in all of sports, except when the game isn't all that exciting. <laughs> I'll talk about uh, that and uh, the Heat advancing to uh, the NBA finals. And the worst case scenario for your boy has come true with the Nuggets and Heat in the NBA Finals. I'll explain that coming up here shortly. Also hit up on uh, some uh, local sports. We already hit up on a lot of those local sports, if not uh, every single score that went a final by the time that we got off the air or uh, got done with the uh, podcast yesterday, but uh, still wanted to hit up on uh, that if you missed that. And also uh, take a whip around a Major League of Baseball. What happened on Memorial Day yesterday in the majors has ugh, not a great game for the Cardinals yesterday, right? Against the Royals. Almost got a perfect game against, but uh, we'll hit up on that. But they're tired, so we'll, we'll, we'll get into that and all these comments after the game. And hey, they're tired, but they got one more game here on this extended road trip and then two random days off for Wednesday and uh, Thursday. So uh, you got the game uh, tonight, and that's going to be a regular scheduled start time as 5.50 will be uh, the uh, uh, pregame show start here, and the uh, game broadcast will start about 6.35 after that with the little mini two-game series that we have with the uh, Kansas City Royals. And so we'll take a look at that matchup and... Hey, it's Tuesday. It's Dinger Tuesday. So I got to tell you who's going to hit a home run tonight. And since Eric's not here, I'll have to do a, a bonus pick as well. And the NBA Finals are set. 
Well, so is the Stanley Cup Finals. They are set as well as the Knights got it done last night. And I'll explore how they did that and take a quick peek at the Stanley Cup Finals as well as it's going to be another team from Florida. So go Vegas, right? And I'll have some other random news and notes from the Illini world. The golf team doing good things, and they're on their way to potentially playing for a national championship. And with the... Uh, Last day of the month, quickly approaching, we got some decisions to be made by some Illini in the draft as well, and including everyone, every transfer portal target for Illini Nation at least. He made a decision as well about his draft status as well, so he's a one step back to go into college so i will explore that as well and whatever i don't get to here in the treasure show we get to in the podcast in some sort of a fashion of course find that pod wherever you find your favorite podcast itunes spotify the website femradio.com make sure you're checking that out not just for the uh, podcast where you can listen to that at but also local sports we got you up to date as local sports season is uh, coming to a close for the school year as well as uh, stay up to date with uh, local news over on the website as well. Of course, a uh, shout out to uh, McMahon Meats, Tingley Insurance Agency, Wet Pools and Spas, Worth Computer Repair, and Totopolis State Bank for uh, sponsoring the uh, starting lineup. All right, uh, so uh, flying a solo here today. I got a lot to uh, get to, got a lot to talk about. So let's get it started, and let's get it started with what we always do. And it's first things first. Before we get into the show, First things first. And we're starting off in the NBA with the NBA Finals are now set. Thanks to a Game 7 that wasn't exciting at all whatsoever. I mean, yeah, I guess in the first quarter it was close. But the Heat just pulled away with it and just blew Boston out of the water. And it looked like Boston was what they were in the first three games of the series versus the last three but uh the celtics 84 points last night not a, a great performance in a, a game seven at all whatsoever not from your superstar jason tatum he only had 14 points five for 13 shooting and he was hampered with the injury a little bit uh, as he went down with an ankle injury but he remained in the game but not the performance that the Celtics were looking out for, especially in a Game 7 must-win there in Boston. It seemed like the uh, haters were right about them not having home court advantage in this uh, playoffs. And it turns out they fell flat in Game 7. It was the worst time to fall flat at that as Miami ended up winning at 103-84, to running away with this as it was a Jimmy Butler leading the way in the points category for the Heat as he had 28 points and he was named the Eastern Conference Finals MVP as it wasn't a unanimous selection as there were, I, I don't remember really this being a thing of revealing who you voted for for the uh, conference MVPs, but uh, a lot of votes went to Jimmy Butler obviously with winning the award, but 
A lot of votes also went to uh, Caleb Martin as well. Played 45 minutes last night and had 26 points, four for six for shooting from beyond the arc. So uh, you could argue that, you know, he was one of the most important players. And Stephen A. Smith talked about how consistent uh, Martin was in the entire series versus Butler kind of struggled in a couple of games and wasn't very efficient uh, from the field. But uh, Martin was the most consistent player. But, you know, hey, that's going to happen when you're a superstar. You're most likely going to win uh, the award more often than not. And that's exactly what a Jimmy Butler did uh, last night. And also, uh, bam, he had a 12 points and a Gabe Vincent, the other starter, in double figures for uh, the Heat as well. And uh, Duncan Robinson off the bench was two for three from beyond the arc and finished with 10 points. But uh, Miami, they got to that uh, lead there and they started extending that. Uh, really in the uh, final quarter, I guess you'd say, but uh, man, uh, the Heat, you know, taking game seven. So uh, Boston, they thought that they were going to have some old Boston magic still left in them and uh, couldn't couldn't get it done as they did a good job of forcing game seven, but uh, they could not get it done there in the uh, deciding game. And uh, the Heat, Hey, they blew that 3-0 lead, but uh, they're not going to go down in the history books as the only team that blew a 3-0 lead in NBA playoff history. Now instead, they blew that 3-0 lead, but they still hung on to a win and go on to a win in Game 7 in a convincing fashion after losing Game 7 a year ago to the Celtics. And so a little bit of redemption for them and the heat you know they are quietly you know i know that they had uh the big three with lebron and uh, all that but eric spolstra is uh, leading the uh, miami heat back to uh, the uh, nba finals and uh it's pretty impressive what the uh heat have uh, done uh in his uh, tenure and kind of really how far eric spolstra has come from just a video coordinator for the uh, Heat franchise to um, to where he is today with leading the Heat back to uh, the NBA Finals. And uh, so uh, let's see here. The uh, uh, Heat are making uh, their, uh, they're the first eight seed. They're looking for the, to be the first eight seed to uh, win uh, the uh, NBA title as uh, they're only the second team or second eight seed ever to reach the NBA Finals uh, there. As, let's see, the uh, NBA Finals, they're set. It's the uh, Nuggets. They're seeking for their first ever championship, and the uh, Heat are looking to win a, another title by being the first eight seed to uh, do so. And uh, they are going to their seventh NBA Finals in uh, franchise history. And they are joining the 1999 Knicks as the only A seed to reach the NBA Finals. And those Knicks in that little shortened season uh, due to the strike, the Spurs won in five games uh, there. And it's the uh, uh, Heat's seventh NBA Finals appearance. And it's all have been since 2006. And it's the most such appearances in that span by any team in NBA history. And uh, also, the Heat were 150-1 to to win the NBA title entering the playoffs. 
That's the longest odds of any team to reach the NBA Finals since the 1976-77 ABA-NBA merger. And that was 1981 Rockets. They were 100-1 to to win the or get to the finals and win a championship, and they end up losing. And the bubble, 2020 Heat, were 35-1 to and lost, of course, in the finals there. Here are the third team in the last 35 years to reach the NBA Finals despite being underdogs in each of their first three playoff series, joining the 95 Houston Rockets and the 99 New York Knicks. Their run of the NBA Finals is also one of the most improbable as well. They're the third team in NBA history to rank last in points per game during the regular season and reach the finals. They're the third team to have a negative points per game differential in the regular season and reach the finals since the 59 Lakers and the 57 Hawks. And I think they were still playing with uh, Peach Nets at that point. And uh, the uh, 537 win percentage in the regular season, that's the lowest for a team to reach the NBA Finals since the 81 Rockets. And if the Heat would defeat the Nuggets, that would match the 78 Bullets for the lowest win percentage by a team that won the NBA title uh, there. As wondering what happened in the uh, regular season? Well, that tells you all that you need to know uh, there. And uh, the Heat joined the Panthers with in the state of Florida in their respective sports finals according to Elias Miami is the 10th instance of a metro area having an NBA and NHL finalists in the same season none of the prior nine instances saw both the NBA and NHL teams win it all in the same season three won the NBA title and only two won the Stanley Cup and four won neither in uh, that instance. And, of course, with the Boston extending this out to uh, the uh, seventh game, that doesn't have a lot of time before the Heat to rest up as the uh, game one of the finals will be on Thursday. That's right, Thursday. So not a long of a turnaround for the Heat. That could be good. That could be bad for the Nuggets. Is it rest or rust? Of course, the Nuggets have nine days off between the end of their conference final sweep and the start of the finals. Only two teams has had more time off between the first game of the NBA Finals in their previous games. In 1982, the Lakers had 11 days off. And in 2003, the Nets had a 10-day off span there. For the uh, Nuggets, and with the Eastern Conference Finals going seven games, the Nuggets get seven more days of rest than the Heat. That is tied for the second largest rest advantage between finals participants in NBA history. And the only other one was in uh, 1982, the Lakers having an eight-day rest over the uh, 76ers there. This will be the eighth NBA Finals that features a team coming off a sweep versus a team coming off a seven-game series. The Heat were involved the last time as well and beat the Spurs in 2013. And who did they have on that squad there? And I believe that was that was a pretty was it 2013 and 2014 was the uh, epic seven-game series with the Heat and uh, Spurs. And also, one of the things that have been talked about through that entire playoff series with the Lakers about uh, playing in altitude there, well, the Nuggets, they're undefeated in these playoffs. They're 8-0 at home while only being 4-3 and on the road in this postseason. The difference has been the defense for the Nuggets. 
They're allowing exactly 10 more points per game on the road uh, there. So uh, as we uh, go along here in the next couple of days, it doesn't start until Thursday. So uh, we have a lot more time to go more in depth. But uh, the uh, finals, they're set. It's the Heat versus the Nuggets. It, you're, it's like I mentioned, your boys' worst nightmare here as, of course, the second worst fran, uh, fan base in all of sports. It's Miami and the South Florida fan base versus the, the Denver Nuggets, who I don't highly have anything personally. It's just against the owner. Of course, Stan Kroenke is uh, part of the ownership group there with the Nuggets. So, who am I supposed to cheer for here? I guess I shouldn't have a problem with cheering for the Nuggets since I still cheer for uh, the Rams despite the man that owns the team. So I would like to see uh, Jokic uh, win the uh, title, especially with how the Nuggets have been playing this postseason and just swept LeBron right out of the uh, playoffs. And, uh, you know, it would be nice to see uh, Jimmy Butler as well get that title and uh, supplant himself as a superstar in this league if he's not considered that already. But we'll have to see what happens when the NBA Finals get underway. I personally... uh, Maybe this is just me being cynical. I don't see this NBA Finals lasting very long, personally. The Heat are the eighth seed. They were down in the final three minutes to the Bulls in the play-in. They lost their first play-in game. Man, it's they've had a nice run so far, but uh, hey, you at least got to the NBA Finals, and that's, that's a good way to end the season, right? But we'll have to see what happens in game one on a Thursday there in Denver. And currently right now, the line has opened up a wide margin, just like the Celtics were last night. They were favored by seven and a half points. And uh, the Heat, they didn't care. And the Nuggets, they're favored by eight and a half points currently right now to take game one of the uh, finals and then just like the good old finals used to be we have game one on thursday and then we don't have to have game two until sunday so it's uh two days well i guess since saturday you don't have a lot of sports talk on espn on the weekends but i have two days of talk non-stop of what happened in in game one there but Game one coming up on a Thursday, and we'll explore that with more in-depth matchups of the coaches and more uh, stats on the upcoming series with the Heat and the Nuggets NBA Finals set. Coming up, we'll talk about I'll talk about the uh, Stanley Cup Finals that are set as well as the Knights. That game wasn't very exciting either as uh, they put it away and blew out the Stars to win and punch their ticket as a franchise that not not that old going to their second Stanley Cup Finals, the Golden Knights. So I'll explore that more coming up in a little bit. But right now I'm going to step away and I'm going to take a break and I'll be back to talk about uh, some local sports as uh, some softball championships in the Supers. One team, one area team advanced to uh, the uh, state finals. And I'll talk about that as well as everything else that happened in the uh, postseason yesterday. Coming up next here on the starting lineup. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. 
This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires taking lives and destroying all that a family owns. These tragedies remind us to double check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world. But together, we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. Has anyone ever told you that you look like your father? If you answered yes, you could win a fantastic prize pack this Father's Day thanks to 95.7 WCRC. Along with Barlow Lock and Security, John Boost Factory Showroom and Outlet, Wabash Communications Fiber, Wente Plumbing, First National Bank of Brownstown, and Nettie's Distinctive Lighting. All you have to do is submit a father-child photo. Get your entries in now. The winner will receive a prize pack worth over $300. For all contest details and submit your photo, visit EppinghamRadio.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Valvoline Advanced can help your engine get more miles. Right now, buy a five-quart jug and get a free STP Extended Life oil filter. That's right, free. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need, when you need them, at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket, one guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore his seatbelt, one guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it, click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Finding great people to hire is like trying to find a needle in a haystack. It's pretty difficult, right? Well, ZipRecruiter has mastered finding a needle in a haystack, so they take it to the next level. They make hiring so simple that it's like finding a needle in a needle stack. And that's why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. Here's what it's like to use ZipRecruiter. They have so many qualified candidates that it's easier to find the right ones for your roles. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's a lot of needles. So how do they do it? ZipRecruiter's powerful technology sends you candidates who are a great match for your job, and you can even invite your top choices to apply. So if you want less hay and more needles, head to ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. And now... I have the Cowboys and the Packers in the NFC Championship. The last time the Dallas Cowboys made it to the Super Bowl back in 1995, they took out the Packers in the NFC Championship game. So, history will repeat itself. Cowboys moving on to the Super Bowl. The starting lineup. Oh, my God. It's all going somewhere, Travis. Just just go with me. The Cowboys. Yes. Yes. Oh, It's all going geez. somewhere. Oh, my on 98.9 The Game.
Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9, the game, ESPN Radio. What's happening out there? Travis Sparks flying solo with you here today. Coming up, let's talk some local sports that happened yesterday as the uh, local sports season is winding down. We have teams whittling down, and uh, yesterday... We gave you some live updates from the uh, Carbondale Super Sectional, even some uh, updates there in uh, Decatur as well. But uh, let's take a look at that uh, baseball matchup in uh, Class 1A there at the Carbondale Super Sectional. Unfortunately, it was uh, St. Anthony falling into uh, Garville as Garville won over the Bulldogs 6-2-5 in uh, baseball action. As we gave you these live updates, as a lot of scoring was done early and often, St. Anthony, they picked up a run on the top of the first, but then Gorville responded with four runs of their own in the bottom of the first. And then St. Anthony, they ended up tying it up there in the top of the second with three runs of their own. And then St. Anthony took the lead of five to four, but then Gorville, they got two more in the bottom half of the third inning, and that made it six to five. And that was it. That was the entire scoring uh, first three innings, and it was done after that as uh, both teams clamped down uh, the offense there, and Goreville ends up taking it 6-5 to uh, five as uh, St. Anthony. Uh, they had two RBIs by uh, Brock Fierde. They also had Levitt drive in a run, and uh, Schmidt drove in the other RBI there for uh, St. A. And uh, Levitt takes the loss there on the uh, mound uh, there as it was a St. Anthony's great season to come to, to a close. They had a lot of hardware this season, the NTC champions. I think they, I believe the, they won that there in the fall and uh, obviously uh, taking the regional championship, but falling there in the uh, sectional championship one or sorry, they won the sectional championship, but falling there in a two in supers, there, so falling one step short of Peoria there, but 27 and five on the campaign was uh, St. Anthony, uh, but one one step short there of the ultimate goal there in baseball action uh, yesterday. So uh, hey, uh, Goreville, they will advance on and they'll face uh, Gwalt Catholic there, who uh, defeated uh, Jacksonville Route seven to three. And that'll be at Friday in Peoria there at Dozier Park at a bright and early 10 a.m. Uh, there. And that was the only uh, local team that we had in uh, baseball uh, yesterday. But uh, definitely wanted to uh, mention this, that I uh, definitely saw this on uh, social media. And I wasn't sure if uh, Quincy Notre Dame, if you haven't heard or saw uh, what they're going through there as a uh, program, uh, I wasn't even sure if they were even going to play the game yesterday. But in fact, they uh, did end up playing the game uh, just after the game on a Saturday when they won the uh, sectional championship. Uh, their uh, star center fielder, uh, their uh, Tucker Tollerton, he uh, passed away in a car accident just hours after they won the sectional championship. And so I wasn't even sure if they were even going to play the game yesterday, but they said that that's what Tucker would have wanted just 48 hours after his passing. And Quincy Notre Dame, Started the game without a center fielder there, of course, Tucker's position, and uh, the uh, batter took a pitch for a strike there, and then the uh, 
kid that filled in ended up filling in for him. Uh, Jake Schlesser, he ended up hitting a home run later on in the uh, game, and Quincy Notre Dame ended up with heavy hearts winning the game, and it was by an easy score, 13-2-1 over Bloomington Central Catholic, and also I de- definitely saw something that there's just signs in the universe that just kind of make you think about uh, stuff, and uh, there was uh, apparently a bird in center field as well, sitting on a light pole and left shortly before the end of the game uh, there. So uh, heavy hearts, and uh, they had his jersey that was still dirty from the game on a Saturday in the uh, dugout. So uh, what an amazing uh, job by Quincy Notre Dame baseball team for uh, playing the game anyways and going on to win, and they'll be going on to uh, Dozier Park there on Friday at 5 o'clock to play at Joliet Catholic Academy there. So good luck to them, and hopefully they can pull it out there. The softball team is also involved in a, a super sectional championship. We'll get to that in a second. But uh, as I mentioned there on the show yesterday, uh, Goreville, they ended up defeating Casey 5-1 to in the super sectionals in a softball. So Casey, a runner-up a year ago, and they fall there in the super sectional. So one rung short of a return trip there to uh, Peoria, uh, but a team that didn't fall short from a uh, championship last year, that was St. Anthony, as uh, they took home the super sectional title, as they defeated uh, Quincy Notre Dame 7-2-6 yesterday, as uh, the uh, Bulldogs advanced there to uh, the uh, Final Four, and uh, they are one of the last four teams in uh, softball in a two-way. They ap- advanced to uh, the Louisville Slugger Complex there in Peoria at 5.30 on a Friday. And how did they do it? How did they get there? Well, uh, led the way offensively. It was uh, Wormsing who had a home run and uh, three RBIs as uh, it was uh, Addison Rios having two RBIs and uh, Cameron Rios had a RBI as well. And so did Stacey Vonderheide there as well as uh, St. Anthony built up a, a good lead as they were leading 7-3 going into the uh, top of the fifth. Uh, but then uh, Quincy started uh, on the comeback trail and ended up cutting the deficit to just one. And it was 7-6 to six going into the uh, final inning. And then a clutch double play induced there and ended the game. And St. Anthony is moving on to the uh, state tournament and uh, one of the last four teams to play there in uh, Class 2A. And Fierde also went all seven innings in the circle. She gave up six runs on seven hits, and she also had six strikeouts as well. So St. Anthony wins their second ever super sectional title. And the only other super sectional title that they had in softball was, of course, the year two year a few years ago, two years ago. Uh, in the 2020 2021, where they lost in the championship game and ended up bringing home the uh, second place trophy uh, there. Who will St. Anthony play on a Friday to uh, try to get to the uh, championship game on Saturday? Well, they'll take on the winner of the East Peoria Super Sectional, and that was Taylor Ridge Rock Ridge. They beat Rock Falls 14 to 2. So, uh, we'll see. And again, IHSA doesn't carry over some of the seeds, and they didn't carry over uh, Rockridge's uh, seed there. And they're the top seed uh, there in that 
sectional. So uh, obviously a great team. And then on the other side of the uh, bracket, Beecher will take on Johnson City at 3 o'clock at the Louisville Slugger Complex there on uh, Friday. Winners advance to uh, the uh, state championship there at 3.30. And the uh, losers of those games will fall into the third place game there on Saturday at 1 o'clock. The final four in uh, Class 1A, you got Goreville that beat Casey there facing off against St. Beattie. And uh, on the other side, it's Illini Bluffs as they beat Carrollton 3-2. And Leroy won 2-1 over Ottawa Marquette. And Leroy advances to their first ever state finals or state appearance, state tournament uh, appearance there. Those games will be before that will be at the third place game will be at 9 a.m. on Saturday and uh, the uh, championship there for 1A will be at 3.30. And also uh, the only two games that are on tap for today uh, in a class 3A, the softball Sectional semifinals there in Chatham Glenwood. That's where we see two Apollo teams as the number one seed of Mount Zion will take on the two seed of Springfield High School at 430. And then the host, Chatham Glenwood, will take on the three seed of Muhammad Seymour at 6 o'clock. So good luck to the Braves and good luck to the Bulldogs. We'll see if those two teams are could make it in an all-Apollo sectional championship. And the rest of the 3A games will uh, take place tomorrow as well. I know FEM's in action in Centralia tomorrow, and we'll talk about that tomorrow. But for now, stay tuned to uh, the website, and we'll have those final scores on there for the Mount Zion and Muhammad in game. All right, I'll take another time out, and I'll talk some Major League Baseball. Mm, not so good for the Cardinals, but... Good for the Cubs. Hey, Stroman was dealing yesterday against the uh, Rays. Best team in baseball. Who? We'll talk about that coming up next here on the starting lineup. We'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the Universal Life Policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Are you due for an oil change but can't seem to find the time to schedule an appointment? No problem here at Dan Heck Chevrolet Toyota in Effingham. We're excited to let you know that walk-in oil changes are welcome now. Plus, we also offer a free car wash, complimentary pickup and delivery in the area, and shuttle service as well. So why wait? Visit us today. Dan Heck Chevrolet Toyota, South Route 45 in Effingham, or danheck.com online. Our service does make a difference. Tuning into the baseball game, monitoring the incoming storm, catching your favorite talk show. These are just a few of the reasons more than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio each month. And did you know AM radio is the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping us safe in dangerous times? It's reliable, free, and public safety depends on it. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. 
I'm Scott Trout, attorney and CEO of the domestic litigation firm Cordell & Cordell. We help men deal with the life changes triggered by divorce, such as child custody and property division, among many others. But life changes also occur after divorce. These changes can make parts of your existing court order irrelevant. If you feel a modification to your court orders might be necessary, talk to us at Cordell & Cordell. We're a partner men can count on. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Springfield area attorneys. 2815 Old Jacksonville Road, Suite 103, Springfield, Illinois, 62704. Meet Joe A, Hi. Joe B, Hello. and Joe C. What's up? Three everyday Joes perfecting their banking with Chase. Joe A is locking his lost debit card with the Chase mobile app. Joe B is cruising toward his new ride with Autosave. And Joe C's Chase banker is helping him budget to go back to school. Tools that help protect. Support for what's next. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Messaging and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. And now, is this really what we're talking about today? Because if it is, I'm going to leave. The starting lineup. Like, this is ridiculous. All right, <laughs> we'll get back on track. Sports podcast talking about phones. Give me a break. On 98.9 The Game. This is ridiculous. Give me a break. Travis Sparks here. There are sports on our update. The EIU Panthers baseball team is headed off to Nashville for the NCAA tournament this weekend. The program earned a bid to the tournament yesterday. The Panthers are making their first appearance in the tourney since 2008 after finishing the season with a 38-19 overall record and winning the Ohio Valley Conference tournament this past weekend. EIU will take on Vanderbilt on Friday. The Chicago Sky will get uh, will still try to get a winning streak going when they visit the Atlanta Dream tonight. The Sky are coming off a 94-88 win over the Dallas Wings on Sunday. Chicago is tied for second place in the WNBA early season, though, 3-1. and one. Tonight's contest will get underway at uh, 6 p.m. The Suns will host the uh, Fever tonight. The Suns are hopefully uh, stay atop the Eastern Conference when they host the Fever. Connecticut is coming off their first loss of the season after falling into the uh, New York Liberty. The Sun enter tonight's battle 3-1. and one. Indiana will be looking to build off its first victory in 20 games after taking down the Atlanta Dream 90-87 the other day. The Fever are still tied for last place, 1-2, still early on. The 76ers have found their new head coach. ESPN reports Nick Nurse has agreed to become their head coach of the Sixers. The Suns were also interested in Nurse, but the former Raptors head coach chose Philly despite it being a difficult decision between two contending teams. Welcome back in. Uh, Travis Sparks here with the uh, Sports Center hit today. B minus is what I'm going to give myself uh, today. And also, uh, Mr. Nurse. Uh, said that he wanted to uh, coach Joel Embiid as well. So uh, Nick Nurse, the new coach of the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. So we'll see how that all shakes out. Good luck with that. Yesterday, uh, let's take a look at what happened in Major League Baseball on Memorial Day as in front of the uh, second largest crowd uh, only behind opening day was the Memorial Day crowd yesterday at the uh, Bush Stadium at the Cardinal game. And, boy, they were there to see a pitching performance, but it wasn't by the Cardinals as the uh, Cardinals struggled to uh, find hits. They had two hits in the entire game, two GD hits. We only got two GD hits. I'm paraphrasing there from the uh, famous 
major league quote. Uh, the Royals won seven and two and nothing. Hey, they had 16 hits, so they had no problem uh, in St. Louis yesterday in front of that capacity crowd. And Autumn Wainwright takes the loss. 6.15 ERA. His ERA swells up to after he gave up three and runs on those nine hits. He did strike out six, but he walked two batters in. Oh, hey, my favorite guy. He, at least he does what he's supposed to do. He comes out of the bullpen. I know we're not we're not paying him to come out of the bullpen, but hey, at least Matt's they come in two and third two and two thirds innings. He only gave up a couple of hits and one run. And he struck out four batters. So, uh, you know, hey. One run on two and two-thirds innings. That's better than what he was doing as a starter. Wasn't exactly the brightest outing there in relief for Verhagen as he gave up three runs. But, man, offensively, it was just a, a struggle to find hits yesterday. As it seems like no one they could figure out any of the pitchers that uh, they were throwing out there. Uh, Starmont. Uh, he ended up uh, getting the start, but he was only the starter as he only went uh, one inning. But uh, Mayers, he ended up going six innings in relief, and he was the guy that ended up only giving up those two hits. And that came, what, up until the uh, eighth inning or something like that? And it was Arenado who finally broke it up, and he was been in a slump, of course, and Contreras. He uh, has been in a slump as of late the past few games as well. He was only one for three, but those are the only two hits that the Cardinals could uh, scratch across yesterday. And uh, after the game, one of my favorite things is what does Ollie have an excuse for this time? And he blamed this game on just the fatigue of the guys after just during this 19-game stretch. All the guys are tired, and you can see it. And you can definitely see it on the field uh, yesterday for sure. But at the end of the day, that is just an excuse. I know what these athletes are doing is, look, it, it is hard. And uh, 19 games in a row is tough. But A, isn't that your job, Ollie, to manage these guys and manipulate their time and make sure they're not tired I know Arenado and Goldschmidt have to be in the lineup every day, and they rarely take days off, and we need Gorman in the lineup as well. He doesn't take days off as well, and I know they got to manage the egos of professional athletes, but uh, at the end of the day, when you have that excuse of they're tired, uh, you're not going to get a lot of sympathy from the working-class folks and people who grind every single day and punch the clock you're getting paid millions of dollars to play a children's game so and i know that's why eric would say if he was here uh with that little excuse of being tired but hey we got one more game and then we got two random days off on a tuesday and a wednesday hey that's like your boss giving you a day off in the middle of a wednesday and thursday in the week that's just that's just weird uh but hey i guess this is what the cardinals decided to do they had the option of playing on Memorial Day or taking yesterday off and uh, having yesterday's off and then just having Thursday off as well. But they elected to have it the Wednesday and Thursday off. Don't really get it. But, hey, uh, I'm not the one making the decisions. Otherwise, I wouldn't be making half the decisions uh, that we are making right now as well as hey, I just saw this morning the comments that Jordan Walker uh, was making there in the uh, minors of how 
they've messed up his swing. They told him that he needs to get the ball in the air more, and now he's thinking about it too much. He's thinking about getting the ball in the air too much, and it's messing up his swing. So that's just great. We're messing up the number one prospect in all of baseball and the number one prospect in our organization. We're messing him up because we're telling him that he needs to get the ball in the air rather than just get hits, which is the name of the game. Good job, Cardinals. So uh, you're doing an amazing job with Jordan Walker down in the minors, messing up our best guy down there. And the Cardinals back at it today, tonight. It's Miles Michaelis against Zach Greinke. Zach Greinke still doing this, huh? Yeah, he's only one in five, so not doing it well. Let's see if I pick a, someone to hit a dinger in this game later on. I'm gonna get my dinger picks in the uh, podcast, bub. Uh, Cardinals are tired. They got one more game, and then they get those two random days off. Yesterday, best team in baseball. Who? Not so much for the Rays. There's a struggle to find hits there, too, as Marcus Stroman turning back the dial, turning back the clock as he beats the Rays and throws a one-hitter as well. Complete game, nine-inning shutout, one hit for Mr. Stroman. And he also hit a batter in the eighth, but... Uh, he got his fifth win of the uh, season, and I know that uh, Eric would be saying, well, that's great that Strowman only gave up one hit, but the offense only able to get him one run. But one run was all you needed when uh, your guy out there is throwing a gym, and he was throwing a gym yesterday, beating the Rays again, one to nothing. Maybe a little concerning for the offense, especially with all the lineup that they put out there, but... Hey, Stroman didn't need it. Threw a gym and beat the race. One to nothing. Good believe game one hitter there for Mr. Stroman. Also, yesterday in uh, Chicago was uh, significant as well. Hey, the Angels won and won six to four. Uh, but that wasn't the story of the game. It was uh, Liam Hendricks who uh, came out of the bullpen, making his first appearance on the mound since battling and beating cancer. And Hendricks gave up two runs on three hits and an inning out of the bullpen, while Michael Kopech was charged with his fifth loss after giving up four first-run runs in the first four and a third innings of work. Uh, but uh, what a just amazing story that uh, Hendricks has had in a short amount of time of uh beating cancer, getting those chemo treatments, and uh, now being in remission and coming out of the uh, bullpen uh, there last night. It was a very cool thing to see him there. Unfortunately, it didn't work out for him when he got on the mound, but hey, it was just awesome to see him back out there. Uh, and the Angels ended up winning the game. Uh, the A's, hey, they can win a game. They spoil the return of uh, Soroka there, and the A's win over the Braves 7-2-2. And uh, Soroka is a, a fascinating story as well as he had uh, two uh, separate tears in his uh, right ACL, and he ended up uh, coming in, but he didn't get the win. But, man, he's just... Uh, a fascinating story that he was even able to uh, get in the game and he was even able to pitch this season after everything that he's battled through. And not a, a, a great outing in the line score, but uh, hey, uh, he returned from that uh, ace Achilles injury. And uh, that's half the battle, getting back out there. So 
Uh, all right to see. Guardians five to nothing over the Orioles. Also the Rangers shutting out the Tigers five to zero. A lot of shutouts yesterday on Memorial Day. A lot of people are tired out there <laughs> in the sun yesterday. Diamondbacks seven to five over the Rockies. Twins winning extras over the Astros seven to two of five. Giants all over the uh, Pirates, 14A and a 4. Now the Pirates are under 500, 26-27. What a great start it was to the season. We've documented not so great now. Dodgers 6-1 over the uh, Nationals and the uh, Yankees. Aaron Judge goes deep twice. And maybe the Mariners 10-4 yesterday. All right, let's take a look at the schedule on a tap of war today. I already mentioned that. Michaelis Grinky tonight, 5.50 pregame show start here on 98.9. Other matchups, the Padres are in Miami to start a series with the Marlins. And Alcantara going tonight. Not so impressive this season. Mr. Cy Young, 2-5 on the year, 4.86 ERA. Uh, the Rangers are still in Detroit. Perez is on the mound for Texas. Uh, Chad Quantrill on the mound for the Guardians as they're up against Baltimore. Brewers are in uh, Toronto to take on the uh, Blue Jays. The Reds, they're starting a series with the uh, Red Sox. So a team with the primary colors of red will win that game. Guaranteed. Phillies, Mets, Singa going in tonight for New York starting their series. Hey, that one will be on TBS. Angels, White Sox continuing their series. Giolito on the mound for Chicago. You got the Twins, Astros. Hey, Ryan's 7-1 on the air for the uh, Twins. That's good for them. Braves continuing with the A's. Rockies against the Diamondbacks. Zach Galleon on the mound for Arizona. Hopefully no birds will be harmed in his warm-ups. The Yankees, Mariners again. Cortez going for the Bronx Bombers. Pirates, Giants, and the Nationals up against the uh, Dodgers. And Gosling going tonight for uh, L.A. Somewhere in there, I'm going to have to uh, predict a, a dinger. We'll see how well I do. And since Eric isn't here, I'll give a, a bonus dinger as well coming up in the uh, podcast. But i got to close this thing down talking about some uh, Stanley Cup and maybe even get to uh, some Illini news and uh, notes as well coming up here on the starting lineup to close out the show. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law known as the PACT Act provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screens, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10th, 2023 may be paid back to August 10th, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. 
The Dell Technologies Summer Sale Event is on with limited quantity deals on top tech. Save on select PCs powered by the latest Intel Core processors like Thin and Light XPS 13 laptops, Inspiron laptops, and 2-in-1s. Plus, get savings on select accessories, free shipping, and monthly payment options with Dell Preferred Account. It's the perfect season to power your passions during Dell's Summer Sale Event. Save today by calling 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Offered to U.S. residents by WebBank, who determines qualifications and terms of credit. Four! I wish I was a better golfer. Four is an odd word to yell. Whoa, where'd you come from? It's me, Flo, and I'm here to grant your wish of Progressive taking $50 off your deductibles. Just choose the deductible savings bank feature and finish a policy period without filing a claim or having a driving violation. Great, but um, what about my golf swing? Oh, I just do insurance. Sorry. Sign up for Progressive and opt into more savings. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Safe driver discount not available in all states or situations. And now, the starting lineup. The Memphis. Memphis. Show around three of the Memphis. Oh, yeah, 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 Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. Travis Sparks here only on 98.9 for just a uh, little bit longer. Let's take a look at the uh, Stanley Cup of playoffs from uh, last night. The NBA Finals are set with the Heat Nuggets. And the Stanley Cup Finals are set as well as the uh, Golden Knights took care of business. Convincing a fashion, they put up three in the opening period. And it was over from there as, hey... Didn't need a goal, but Aaron Hill, 23 saves for Vegas. Aiden Hill, excuse me, not Aaron. Aiden Hill, just saw the A. Took a stab at it. Aiden Hill <laughs> got the uh, shutout, 23 saves uh, for him. And uh, the second shutout of the series and a second of his postseason career as well. Hey, not so bad for a goalie. He didn't start until game four of the second round against Edmonton. He joins Matt Murray and Michael Layton, 2010 with Philadelphia, and Murray with the Penguins, of course, in 2017, as the only goaltenders who have recorded multiple shutouts in a single postseason when making their first start after the opening round that year. The 6-0 shutout was the largest in a conference final clincher since the Penguins won 6-0 in 2008 against the Philadelphia Flyers. And the Golden Knights are back in the Stanley Cup Finals, second time in franchise history, and only six seasons in existence. That's right. The Golden Knights are the eighth franchise all-time to reach the Stanley Cup Finals multiple times within their first six seasons in the league and just the third time in the expansion era since 1970, 1967 and 68, joining the Orioles, Oilers, excuse me, that's baseball, Oilers three times and the Blues also did it three times as well. And Vegas has now won 10 playoff series since joining the league in 2017-2018. 
which trails only the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning for the most in NHL in that spam. The Lightning won two Stanley Cups and played in the Stanley Cup Finals three straight years. The Golden Knights now have won 50 playoff games, which is the second most in the NHL since 2018 behind Tampa's 61. The Golden Knights reached 50 wins in 83 games, the third fastest reached 50 wins for a franchise all-time behind only Edmonton and the Islanders as well. Two historic franchises as well. So 6 nothing easy-peasy win for Vegas last night. 6-zip over the Stars. No comeback for Dallas as no Game 7 was forced either. So we have a while to go to Game 1. Game 1 doesn't begin until a Saturday of the uh, CU raises the greatest trophy in all of sports, the Stanley Cup, Lord Stanley's Cup, and Game 1 will be there in Vegas. That'll be rocking 7 o'clock, and TNT has the Stanley Cup Finals this year as it'll be uh, Vegas and the Florida Panthers as well. And hey, just like the Nuggets, we'll see if a lot of rest will be on the Panthers' side or the Knights. They'll still have a well, I mean, hey, they doesn't start till Saturday, so they'll have a little bit to rest up. Obviously, not as much as the Panthers, who uh, swept the Hurricanes there. So, go Denver in the NBA Finals and go Vegas. Hey, only the second time in six seasons. They're like the Marlins out there in baseball, or they're like the Diamondbacks. Could be a better example as well so golden knights go vegas in the uh, stanley cup go ahead and uh raise that cup and hey petrangelo he could uh raise it up again there former blue the first one to uh, touch the cup all those years ago and all those years ago was in 2019 feels so long ago but hey the stanley cup finals are a set panthers Golden Knight Game 1 doesn't start until Saturday. So it looks like I'm up against the clock. I won't have enough time for the Line Eye News and the notes, but I'll get to those in the podcasts. And the podcast, you can find it wherever you find your favorite pods, iTunes, Spotify, and also check it out on the website, fmradio.com as well. But I'm going to let you go, and I'll talk to you in the pod, and hopefully Eric will be back tomorrow, and we'll be back full strength tomorrow. And coming up next here on ESPN Radio is Fitz and Harry. They both should be back post-holiday. And check out the Cardinal game later on tonight at 5.50. And we'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. To overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks still here flying solo. 
Coming up here, got those Illini news and the notes that I didn't get to here in the Trestle Show. Also, Digger Tuesday. I as well I'll tell you who's making a home run and Eric's not here. I got to make a bonus dinger as well. See if I can finally get one to hit. I think it's a big goose egg on the entire season so far. I'll try to change that. And uh, first, before we get to uh, any of that, is there anything on a sports center here that I didn't get to that I could clean up? Let's see. Um, another major league team is taking a chance on a Gary Sanchez. The Athletic reports that the uh, Padres have claimed the catcher off waivers. Sanchez was designated for assignment by the Mets last week after playing just three games with New York. The 30-year-old had one RBI through seven plate appearances. Sanchez had started the season with the Giants, but was granted his release after failing to make his major league, the Major League roster by the start of May. He battled 164, eight RBIs in 16 games with AAA a Sacramento. So Gary Sanchez off to another team. Uh, the commissioner of the SEC is not ready to confirm anything about the upcoming spring meetings. Greg Stanky. Greg Stankey did not say for certain if the league would be voting on whether to use an eight- or nine-game conference schedule in football moving forward. The two schedules at the center of the debate are an eight-game conference schedule that would feature one prominent or one permanent opponent and seven rotating opponents, and a nine-game schedule would be three permanent opponents while six rotating opponents. Oh, SEC problems, and I'm not talking about the business SEC and we're finally getting a recap NASCAR as Ryan Blaney won the Coke 600 at Charlotte Motor Speedway after a rain plagued weekend the driver of the number 12 edged out William Byron for the top spot to claim his first NASCAR Cup Series win since 2021 Byron started the race from the pole after qualifying was rained out over the weekend and recorded his seventh top five finish of the season. Martin Truex Jr., Bubba Wallace, and Tyler Reddick rounded out the top five finishers. Last weekend's all-star race winner Kyle Larson came in 30th. And the racers headed to Worldwide Technology Raceway next Sunday in St. Louis. Air quotes, St. Louis. Even though it's on the other side of the river. Uh, but uh, Worldwide Raceway next Sunday for the Enjoy Illinois 300. And if I had the master list, I would tell you the recap. So we'll have to wait to recap. Even though I know Eric threw that uh, Kyle Larson in there. I believe I picked Kyle Larson. He finished 30th. It's been a rough year for your boy. Hmm. Just been not not good things. Not good things for your boy in NASCAR pickup or Dinger Tuesday either. We'll get to that here in a second. We'll tell you who's not who I predict is gonna hit a home run, who inevitably will not tonight. Uh the Illini news a and the notes that I was uh, going into a get to. Hashtag football school, no. Hashtag basketball school, no. Illinois, hashtag golf school as uh, they advance to uh, the national championship match play matchups as uh, they were in a battle with uh, Florida State 
today as they teed off early this morning for match play of the national championship uh, portion as they advance to uh, the Elite Eight. So uh, they're up against a, a tough Florida State opponent. I saw that they were kind of battling back and forth there. And, hey, that's cool that uh, at least some sort of Atlanta Athletics is in the, the national championship. It's technically not the national championship game. It's just match play as of right now. But they advanced to go head-to-head rather than, you know, competing everybody competing now it's um, the match play portion of the uh, national title against florida state for the elite eight so we'll see how well they do and i'll be back to tell you how well they do tomorrow speaking of uh, other illini news and notes the uh, big name if you follow anything of transfer portal news and recruiting news for illini you know uh, ray j dennis is the uh, uh, main target for Illinois in the transfer portal now. And according to uh, John Rostein, he withdrew his name from the NBA draft following his workout with the Milwaukee Bucks. So he withdrew his name. So that means he's going to be back out there maintaining his college eligibility. And we'll see if the Illini can uh, snag him. It's been kind of back and forth there as well. At one point, it looked like Illinois was the favorite. Then they fell out of favor, and two other schools emerged as the favorites. Now it could potentially be that Illinois is getting back up there to um, the school that he's going to go to. We'll have to wait to see his decision and the decision for withdrawing from the NBA draft and maintaining your college eligibility. That is tomorrow, so that is the deadline to See if Coleman Hawkins will maintain his eligibility in the draft or he'll return to Illinois. Or Terrence Shannon Jr. will withdraw his name from the NBA draft. Mock draft that I saw, Terrence Shannon Jr. was going into the uh, second round. I did not see Coleman Hawkins on some draft list, but I would imagine he would be a second round pick as well if TSJ was that. So decisions going to be coming uh, for the Illini basketball team with uh, Ray J as well as Coleman and Terrence Shannon Jr. will await their decision and maybe we'll have some news on that on a tomorrow's show and we can get Eric's opinion on that. So that was a quick uh, Illini news and a notes. Hopefully we can get the decision by the show tomorrow. That would be a uh, great I'll have to uh, reach out to uh, Coleman and uh, Terrence, see if they can uh, make their decisions pretty early on in the day so we can have something to talk about during the uh, show tomorrow. Some good fodder, some good content for the show tomorrow. And we'll be back to uh, recap the uh, NASCAR Pick'em uh, tomorrow, but Really quickly, wanted to get to a Dinger Tuesday before I get out of here. And Eric's not here, so I have to make a, a bonus pick as well. I don't have to, but I always kind of like to give you two, even when uh, Eric isn't here. My official pick tonight, it's been a rough go for San Diego Contra this season. And so I'm going to keep the trend going that maybe he gives up a home run. And uh, Manny Machado's not back yet. So that would have been my pick, but I'm not sure his status. He was out for the weekend series against the uh, Yankees. So not sure about his status for this series yet. And with that uncertainty, I'm going to go with a San Diego Padre to hit a home run. And I'm going to go with Fernando Tatis Jr. He was getting chanted at by the uh, Yankees faithful there in 
just dancing through the hate as uh, the uh, Yankee fans are giving it to him, chain steroids back at him. And he was just dancing along to the music out there, dancing along to the chants of those uh, great, great fans out there in the bleachers in Yankee Stadium. So my official pick is going to be uh, Fernando uh, Tatis uh, Jr. But if there is anyone else uh, that I would give a, a bonus pick, and because Eric is not here, I got to give a, a bonus pick, give a bonus pick to the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. That's where I'm looking at because Kyle Hendricks is on the mound for the Cubbies. So I'm going to go with a Ray because I think that's what Eric would do, knowing his opinion of uh, Kyle Hendricks. I'm going to go with a Brandon Lowe, the uh, second baseman for the Rays to hit a home run. Kind of a little bit of a long shot in particular. Yesterday he only had two at-bats. He was over 2, and he's only hitting 201. But he does have eight homers this season. But kind of a long shot, and that's kind of what a bonus pick would do is, hey, don't uh, sprinkle some entertainment on it. Don't, uh, don't bet the farm or anything. But uh, that's what I would do. I'm going to go Brandon Lowe, bonus pick for the Rays against the Cubs tonight, and Fernando Tatis Jr. against Sandy Alcantara, struggling as Sandy Alcantara against the Marlins tonight. So uh, that will do it here for me today. I know kind of a short little podcast here, but I covered everything through the uh, program. So I'm going to get on out of here. Just wanted to throw uh, those in at the end. So short little overtime today. Hey, they ended hockey pretty quickly in OT. So that's what I'll do as well. All right. Thanks for listening and thanks for downloading. Hopefully Eric will be back uh, tomorrow and we'll be back to uh, recap the uh, NASCAR events and a NASCAR pick them. We'll confirm how bad I did in a pick them and We'll see if Tatis Jr. and Brandon Lowe get home runs for me tonight. See how the Cardinal game works out tonight as well. Until then, until tomorrow, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Peace out. Peace out.